Everybody knows the apron is the hardest part of the ring, but this is the nerdiest part of the ring. Your weekly news roundup for the wide world of professional wrestling. I am your host for the evening. I am the five-star man, Asa Gray, and this is normally where I would introduce my co-host, Dalton, uh, but unfortunately, real life and grown-up jobs and responsibilities get in the way of things sometimes. So, it is just a solo show here tonight. Hopefully, if you're looking at this and you're looking at the length of the episode, it is a much shorter than average show because I'm just going to run through some of the news and then hit a quick preview of NXT's Halloween Havoc, which is this coming Saturday, and then we'll be out. So, Hopefully you stick around with us. Otherwise, hope uh, ideally we will be back to a normal show with the two of us next uh, Thursday. I almost said Wednesday, but that's not the day we record that. This, I don't know. I'm our. It's less than a minute in, and I am already just off the rails. So we start every episode, and we'll start this episode like we do normally with the power of positivity. The internet and social media in general, can just be such a negative place for no real discernible reason other than the fact that some people just like to be miserable. And so to combat that, we start every episode talking about just something in the world of wrestling that makes us happy, a wrestler, a show, a match, something like that, that just brings us joy. And we want to put that positivity out there, and we encourage anyone listening to this to do the same. You know, go to Twitter and just tell, give someone a compliment. Tell someone that you you like what they're doing, you like something that they did, you just like them in general. Just do your part to not contribute to that just toxicity that we see so much of. And for this week, it's going to be a... It, I posted the video, the video on our the show's Twitter page, at NerdiestPart, twitter.com slash at NerdiestPart, if you want to give us a follow. Um, and it's Wardlow talking about action figures because I I believe he's holding his second action figure that he's gotten as himself and just the way that he talks about like how what action figures meant to him growing up and like how excited he was to get new ones because he didn't he wasn't able to get a ton of new ones just like it really kind of hit close to home and for him to just be that excited about getting his own figure which is awesome like that is amazing it, it, it's just it's super cool because you know yeah some people don't care about it some people care a lot about it and i i get either way on that but to see him just be so moved by having now a second figure is just really nice to see so it'll it, it's a quick little video it'll make you smile i recommend you check it out he posted it to his twitter we retweeted it but like i said it's just it's it's a nice thing and it's good to just Oh, this is just a genuinely, like, sweet moment in wrestling, because we don't get a ton of those. Moving in to the news of the week uh, is... We're going to start off with something that just broke today. It is very, very tragic. Just absolutely heartbreaking. Uh, Kevin Nash uh, lost his 26-year-old son, Tristan. And, man, it it is awful. It's awful. That's all you can really say just I can't imagine what he's going to because like I'm 33 and so to hear someone who's even younger than me like is still so young like that just it 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 breaks my brain a little to try to have to process that and I 
I, I'm not doing this to like name drop or, or, or anything, but when, when I drove Kevin Nash from St. Louis down to Cape for CCW, we, we talked a lot and it was like, he was, he was super cool to talk with, but he did talk a lot about his son and just like, I could tell, like, it was just obvious how much he cared for his son and how much he loved his son. And, and I know I'm repeating myself, but I just, I truly cannot imagine what he and his family are going through right now. And, and all of my best to him and his family. And I know I'm not the only one there, but it's, it's just, it's really, really heartbreaking. And it's having to talk about this kind of stuff sucks, but you know, what, what, what do you do? So all the best to Kevin Nash in what I can only imagine is the absolute worst moments of his life. So, uh, and then again, and we talk about it before, I don't have a way to like cleanly transition out of such like heavy news into the rest of the show. So that's, this is what this is. We're moving to the next story here. Um, which is also very unfortunate, but hopefully has a, a happy ending here because on Tuesday nights, Dynamite, because Dynamite was on, AEW Dynamite was on Tuesday this week due to, uh, playoff baseball. Main event was Hangman Adam Page versus John Moxley for the AEW championship. And during the match, Hangman took a bad, uh, a bad, like flip bump on a lariat. And what we now know was he sustained a concussion, but it, it looked really scary because, and thankfully, like, this is such a weird sentence to say is that thankfully it was only a concussion because we, we all know anyone who's been a wrestling fan for any set amount of time knows that concussions are terrifying and you don't really ever know the full extent of one until, you know, well after the fact. So hopefully this isn't a particularly nasty one. Hopefully he doesn't have any long-term effects. Uh, and the reason we say thankfully it's it's just a concussion is because, you know, it's not a it's not a broken neck. It's not it's not something worse because it easily could have been because that was a, it was a very very scary moment to watch it go down. I wasn't I wasn't watching live, but I was just kind of like refreshing my Twitter feed just to, as the night was going on. I don't remember what I was even doing Tuesday night, but I remember seeing like they're they're undoing the ropes and bringing out a stretcher, and then like seeing the actual clip of it was just like oh my god, it is. It could have been a lot worse. So he seems to be in good spirits outside of the he's in the AEW concussion protocol. So like I said, hopefully. Best case scenario, it isn't a serious one. There's no long-term damage, and hopefully he is back fully healthy, fully recovered before we know it. So, unfortunate situation, but like I said, ultimately, things could have been worse. A couple more AEW stories first up that will... Next up that we'll talk about is... This is a unofficial report. It's just kind of what has been rumored backstage and has been reported to various news sites. But we have a little bit more information following the the brawl out backstage fight between CM Punk, Ace Steel, and the uh, the Elite. In that 
it is believed back by several backstage that Ace Steel has officially been released. Now, the reason that I'm giving it all these qualifiers is because AEW still has not made any sort of public statement or acknowledgement on any of this situation, any of the brawl out stuff. So we don't know, you know, when a steel was released, was it this week? Like is when it came out, has he been released for a while? Is he even released at all? We don't, we just, we don't have that information. So, you know, best to take with, you know, a grain of salt, not that, you know, people like Meltzer and SRS aren't supposed to, aren't to be trusted, just that until AEW really says something officially, we really don't have a 100% confirmed way of knowing. But I, for me, to me personally, like it makes sense because, you know, you bit an EVP instead of de-escalating a situation. I, I don't see how you, I, I don't see how you, you keep your job there. So, but again, I don't know Jack about Jack. So who knows what is really going on? Maybe one day we'll find out. I know various media people have been kind of ragging on AEW for not making any sort of like official statements about any of it regardless. So who really knows? Um, We do know, though, because AEW did put out a press release and Variety even wrote a story about it that Chris Jericho has signed a extension with AEW. It'll keep him with the company through December 2025. Uh, in addition, Jericho will take on increased responsibilities behind the scenes in AEW and will now serve as a producer and creative advisor in addition to continuing as a mentor to young talent. And I think that's a great signing. Like, that is, that's a great bit of... We talked about it we, t- we talked about it whenever Mox, it was announced that Moxley signed his extension and that it's just a great little bit of stability for AEW. And it's cool to see him stick around because like, I know there's people that aren't super thrilled with him being ROH champion and he's not, and, and him just his booking in general. I don't necessarily have a problem with it. I think he's been used pretty well. I think that the the JAS is fun. I thought that the Inner Circle was fun for the most part. So, you know, it's cool and it's good that and he's someone that is just an absolute asset to have behind the scenes. You know, say what you will about his character work or, you know, his booking, but to have him, you know, behind the scenes to continue to help people put together matches and to, you know, just be there for the young roster that AEW has is absolutely invaluable. And that is just, it's, it's cool to see. And congratulations to Jericho. Congratulations to AEW. I'm excited to see what else he does because again, like, but also, you know, I'm biased. I, I truly believe that me and him don't see eye to eye on a great many things politically and, 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 yada 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 but like to me the answer to who is the greatest pro wrestler of all time my answer is chris jericho and that if unless you're like new to the podcast i don't think that's going to surprise anybody because i've been that's been my answer for a long time at this point that's part of the reason why i love the question like who is your who who do you consider the greatest pro wrestler of all time is because there's not a it's not like there's not just a, a single answer 
there's so many different metrics to which you could, you know, you describe that or how you define that or what do you consider to be the greatest of all time? And that's one of the reasons that like, I just, I like that question in general. And yeah, there's going to be, you know, a bell curve of you're going to have outliers of people with just like out there answers you would never know. And then as you get to the center, you're going to get your, you know, Eddie Guerrero, Kurt Angle, Hulk Hogan answers like, like just those, you know, Bret Hart, just obvious Shawn Michaels, you know, those obvious quote unquote answers. But I kind of like the ones that are a little bit more on the outlier side. Like, how do you define it? It's fun. It's fun to talk about. Who Who is you? Who who do you consider the greatest wrestler of all time? And like, what criteria do you use that? You know, is it drawing power? Is it in-ring ability? Is it the promo ability? Is it everything con- uh, combined? It factor? Let us know. Uh, Twitter.com slash... No, well, just at nerdiest part on Twitter. I don't know what even what the URL is. If you're listening to a podcast, you know how to use Twitter. So just at nerdiest part, let us know who you consider the greatest wrestler of all time. What was the next story? I lost my tab. Here we go. Okay, there it is. Um, Tony Khan did an interview with Sports Illustrated. And in that interview, he said, we'll have some great news We'll have great news soon about Ring of Honor weekly shows. The success of Death Before Dishonor on pay-per-view has ensured there will be more Ring of Honor pay-per-views. And then he also says, Our goal is to have one more great pay-per-view of for Ring of Honor in 22, and then follow that up with a weekly show in 2023. And, like, that's great. It is something that is kind of like... Man, it... The RO, the treatment of ROH championships and like how it's integrating into AEW storylines is not nearly as smooth as I would like it to be personally. Like I really think that ROH needs its own standalone weekly television product. And whether that is on network television, I don't know. You know, is it going to we 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 on this show have speculated for a long time. You know, maybe it's a streaming exclusive show. You know, is it is it on something like an HBO Max? Is it on, you know, Peac- well, not Peac- probably not Peacock, but like, you know, Netflix or just one of those streaming services putting on a, a live, maybe not even live, but like a wrestling show. Like that would be interesting to see what they do. And I did see, I saw a tweet and I couldn't find it when I went back to look for it. And I also can't remember who it was from. So like... Don't even listen to me when I say this part because it is the most third-ass hand game of telephone. But someone said, like, if you're a fan of AEW and ROH and you're a HBO Max subscriber, you will have very good news soon. So, like, it makes sense because they are where AEW is working so close with Warner Brothers Discovery, even though, like, HBO Max is currently just slash and burning projects left and right in just a very very unfortunate set of circumstances but you know who knows who knows what's gonna happen i think it would be cool if there was a a, a you know a weekly roh show but i'm also not necessarily holding my breath that it's coming not soon but i mean like well like they said it's 2023 at the earliest because holy crap you know we're already almost into november this year which just that just doesn't sound right i don't i don't dig that i don't dig that at all 
Uh, next story is just a cool little thing I wanted to throw in there. There's not like a whole lot of discussion uh, to go into, but uh, WrestleOps is reporting that Bray Wyatt's first promo back uh, on SmackDown, where he cut that very, very emotional promo uh, across WWE social. I'll just read the tweet at WrestleOps. Bray Wyatt's first promo back last night across WWE social platforms has done over 5,025,000 views in under 12 hours. Those are just bonkers-ass numbers. Like, that is absolutely ridiculous. Those numbers, like, that is just a phenomenal, phenomenal numbers to, to put up on on that return promo and the promo itself to me was like i i dug it because the promo was him basically thanking the fans and it felt like it was really him talking and just kind of acknowledging his firing and then him being coming back and then what the fans support has meant to him through some very very dark times because uh he mentions losing two people very close to him one being brody the other being like a childhood best friend that passed away this year as well uh, or last year as well, I should say. And it's just, it, it it was very nice to let him kind of air that out, but then it was cut off by him in his mask, like in a, in a video. So it kind of also played into the storyline, but also let it feel real. And I dug it a lot. I, I thought it was really, really neat. And I'm excited to see what this new version of Bray is going to continue to be. And what, you know, the, the, the Wyatt Six speculation has been a ton of fun to kind of read people's theories of no no Wyatt Six isn't going to be a stable of six different people Wyatt Six is referring to Wyatt himself and all of the different characters and personalities that he has portrayed and is portraying so I I'm excited to see where it goes like I know Wyatt is a very very divisive character in WWE and you either it's one of those things where you either love him or you hate him and you know with the fiend stuff i ate it up i wasn't th- thrilled with how like some of the matches were booked and things like that but i i i i overall like it was more hits than misses to me but i understand the criticisms and why people wouldn't be into it which is really like that's how wrestling is supposed to be you don't have to like the same stuff just you know the brian zane from wrestling with regret absolutely says it best like what you like don't be a dick because that's just, that is the best way to handle it. Let's see, Wyatt, and then uh, something that was super cool, I almost made this my power of positivity for the week, but I kind of thought it was important enough to, that it would get, like, it was important enough for it to get its own, excuse me, its own story. Uh, Kofi Kingston has announced a project to help underprivileged schools in Ghana. Uh, Kofi put this out on Instagram, and I'm just going to read it uh, in full here from the post. I'm so incredibly excited to finally announce a project that my mom and I have been working on for some time now. The Click for Quality Education Foundation will build top-quality computer labs and library media centers for junior high schools across Ghana, particularly in underprivileged areas. The acronym CLIC stands for Computer Lab and Integrated Center of Knowledge. CLIC for Quality Education Foundation centers will offer training in computer literacy, media and information literacy, MIL, critical thinking and creative problem-solving skills while instilling a love of reading and research in students. 
The first click center is presently being built at the Atwima Takayama Presbyterian Junior High School in the Kwadaso Municipality in the Ashanti region. We have a lot in the works and will be posting updates detailing the progress we've made. Follow at ClickFQE on Instagram and Twitter. Also follow the Click for Quality Education page on Facebook. Link in bio. Let's go. And that is super cool. I, I love when people that have the platform and the means do super meaningful stuff like this. You know, Kofi with the Click. Um, the Sammy for Syria Foundation as well. I know there are others, but like those are the two that really uh, jump to mind for or come to mind immediately for me. So I just wanted to shout that out because just good on him. Like that's so cool. I'm I'm super happy for Kofi and and wish this program just all the success in the world. And as far as I can tell, that is it for the news. Um, we do have, uh, last thing is we're going to go over Halloween Havoc. That is this Saturday and I am looking forward to the show. I won't be able to watch it until Sunday, uh, probably because our friend Jesse is getting married and I'm in the wedding. So congratulations to Jesse and Shelby. They'll never hear this. And probably I don't think there's many people that listen to this that know that know them either, but congratulations to them. Uh, because, yes, Saturday, October 22nd, NXT Halloween Havoc. Uh, quick rundown, and we might get out of here in under 30. That's even, that's quick just for me. So, yay. Um, oh, hang on. Stuff's going weird. Stuff's going weird. Are we back? There we go. There we go. Okay, sorry. I might cut that out. So if there was a weird pause just now, that's what that was. So ignore me. Anyway, Halloween Havoc 2022, starting off with Apollo Crews versus Grayson Waller in a spin the wheel, make the deal match. Um, spin the wheel, make the deal is just kind of a... a It's it's a it's a cool thing kind of but like it's also kind of cheesy but we'll see what happens also and the I okay Dalton has been super down on NXT once the like NXT 2.0 stuff launched I haven't been as down on it like nearly as much as him but also yeah it feels different They're, you know they changed up some of the roster and some of the presentation and not everything has been clicking for me and overall. Grayson Waller is someone who I have enjoyed, and Apollo Crews is someone who has been just wildly underutilized in pretty much his entire time with WWE. But, like, I can't say that, uh, I can't say that I super dig the... the, the seeing into the future scrying into the future stuff like that doesn't quite click with me unfortunately like i would like it to but it's just that kind of i like the suit and i know i just got done talking about like how i liked the fiend and i liked bray wyatt but uh i just the the time looking forward in time like i hate time travel in general yeah granted they're not going full time travel but still it's just 
it's it's a weird effect it's a weird thing i don't dig it i will say that i do think at some point chucky is going to get involved with this match because he popped up in like video packages and he's been tweeting about wwe lately so that could be that could be really weird we'll see uh, there is an ambulance match. Julius Creed versus Damon Kemp. If Julius loses, Brutus Creed will have to leave NXT. And this is something that has been building for a while now. I am super, super into the Creed brothers. The, the video of one of them with like weights on his shoulders and he's doing like box jumps, but he's in water. Like he's jumping out of the water. It, it, they're just freaks of nature. That's all there is to it. They they are not built like human beings, like very kind of Brock Lesnar levels of just what are you athletic ability. So uh, the and then the Damon Kemp story of him trying to destroy Diamond Mine from within has been pretty good, especially with like the Roderick Strong element. I am curious how this match goes because honestly I could see it going either way. Like I could see Julius Creed winning the match and, uh, you know, saving his brother's job at NXT and getting revenge on Damon. I could also kind of see this going where like Julius gets screwed out of it, maybe by Roderick strong. Um, and then Brutus has to leave NXT. But if that were to happen, I feel like they just call, but like Julius also leaves NXT with his brother and then they go to Raw or SmackDown as the Creed Brothers. Which I think might be just like a touch early to do, but at the same time, like they are very, very good, and I think they'll succeed whatever whatever ends up happening with them, it'll it'll be good. And also I've been super impressed with uh Damon Kemp just in general. So I'm super excited uh to see what he does because he's also someone who's like once he did that official heel turn has really turned it up and i've i've really enjoyed his stuff it's another spin the wheel make the deal match although this time we know what the stipulation will be going into it because for the apollo cruz and grayson waller match we don't know what that match is going to be they're going to spin the wheel there live and it's probably going to be like a chucky doll spinning the wheel for them or stopping it or something i don't know but this one, it was the wheel was spun a couple weeks ago, and it is Roxanne Perez versus Cora Jade in a Weapons Wild match. I assume that is just a Extreme Rules slash Hardcore slash Anything Goes match. Like I, you know, they can start with a kendo stick or chair or skateboard or you know whatever it is that they're gonna do. And again, this is another match that like Cora Jade is someone that I think has been a highlight of 2.0 and Roxanne Perez, you know, the former ROH women's champion, Roxy, she has also been very, very impressive since debuting in, in NXT and before, and before that, like in fairness, but like, I mean, just strictly for people who like don't know her stuff before she came to NXT. So I think this will be a fun match. Uh, hopefully have some fun spots if they do try to do the, the skateboard weapon again i hope they don't what happened whenever cora like initially turned on her and it like broke as she was swinging down because that looked rough but you know maybe they got that figured out so we'll see a ladder match for the vacant nxt north american championship sees carmelo hayes take on oro mensa taking on wesley taking on von wagner taking on nathan frazier and this is just going to be a just again a bonkers matchup we you got von wagner in there as like the the base guy 
you know, think of like Money in the Bank matches with like Kane and Big Show and, and people like that. And then you've got Carmelo Hayes, who is just, again, ridiculously athletic. Uh, Wesley, who is going to go crazy in this. Nathan Frazier, same kind of deal. I don't know as much about Oro Mensa. Like, he's just really kind of now being, uh, having a spotlight on him. And I don't watch it. I don't keep up with NXT as religiously as I did uh, previously. So this is just going to be a million miles an hour. I... Part of me really wants Carmelo to win just because I'm such a fan of Carmelo Hayes. But at the same time, like, you know what? Like, let him have a better journey in, like, and doing a better story in him re-winning it. Because the way he had, like, he lost to Solo, Sokoa. And then, like, Solo almost immediately had to vacate the championship. And I didn't love how they did that. So, I don't know. Carmelo just then coming in and winning, like, that next match for it. Feels a little off, like let him chase a little bit, even though he's a heel, so maybe he should win. Uh, of course, Trick Williams will be there, so he will also, I'm sure, play uh, a pretty significant part in the match as well. Uh, let's see. Singles match for the NXT Women's Championship. Mandy Rose defending the championship against Alba Fire. And again, this is one that Mandy has been another highlight of 2.0. Uh, toxic attraction in general being a, a big highlight of 2.0 as well and then of course alba fire you know kaylee ray what are you going to say about her she's incredible this match is going to be really good because mandy rose has significantly stepped her game up uh in ring in the last like since coming down to nxt so or since i should say since moving to nxt and starting the the toxic attraction group so i'm excited to see this matchup you know i now that now that Dolan and, and JC Jane no longer hold the tag championships, I do think now is about the right time. Like, it would be a good time for Mandy to also lose the uh, women's championship. But at the same time, like, you have damage control up on the main roster as kind of the dominant heel trio. So you don't want to see those three then move up and just kind of get lost in the shuffle of things. So... I don't know. I could see Mandy Rose retaining here. I could also see Mandy Rose losing the title to Alba Fire. I also will point out that I don't necessarily think that if Mandy Rose loses the championship, that that automatically means they're getting moved to Raw or SmackDown, the trio. So, because again, I feel like, I feel like this is going to be like match one in a series of matches where maybe Alba eventually wins it off of her, but not after... But not this time. Like, this time we get, you know, a Sonya Deville interference or more Toxic Attraction stuff. But we'll see. Saturday. Who knows? And then a triple threat match for the NXT Championship sees Braun Breaker taking on Ilya Dragunov, taking on JD McDon't Google Me, as Kevin Owens said, in what, again, was almost my power of positivity because, God, that is such a great line. Holy hell. That's just mm, chef's kiss. Love it. Uh, Braun Breaker looking to continue his domination of Europe. The first, the queen died and NXT just like destroyed NXT UK in the world's collide pay-per-view. And now the prime minister is stepping down in record time. And now Braun Breaker has to just break the spirit of a couple more of the, the old Europeans. So this is one that again, like... I don't know how, where you go with it because Braun Breaker has been so unstoppable, 
But the only time, but when Ziggler won the title off of him, that was also in a triple threat and Breaker wasn't involved. So I could see something similar happening, happening to get the title off of Braun, but to keep him strong. And whether he, you know, does like he did with Ziggler and just like immediately turn around and win it after a couple of shows, maybe, who knows? But I could also see him just kind of getting another pretty decisive win until who, but at the same time, like, and granted, I'm, I know I'm discounting some people because like you have someone like a Cameron Grimes, um, you know, there are other people that I think could fill that spot. But honestly, the only person that I would really like to see take the title off of Braun is Carmelo Hayes. And I think that he could be positioned in a good way to to do that if Braun does retain here. So, especially if Carmelo loses the ladder match for the North American Championship. So, I don't know. There's some interesting ways they could go with this. I genuinely am not really sure what's going to happen. And to me, that makes it even more fun. Because, like... Yeah, sometimes there are stories that if it's predictable doesn't mean it's bad, but also like I like kind of guessing what could happen because it really could go either way. Um, also worth mentioning because on Tuesday's NXT, Austin Theory came out at the end of the night and show and held up the money in the bank, the money in the bank briefcase, dear lord, teasing that, you know, he maybe he'll cash in on NXT. You know, he didn't he never held gold in NXT as far as I know. So, who knows what'll happen. But that is NXT Halloween Havoc. Spin the wheel. Make the deal. That's just a goofy phrase, but I like I like goofy. Goofy's fun. So, um, but that is going to do it for this episode. Went just over 30 minutes, so not too bad at all. Thank you for sticking with me. If you're listening to this far in, uh, I hope you had a good week. I hope you continue to have a great week. Uh, let us know what you think you know again who do you, what do you define as greatest wrestler of all time what are you most excited for for halloween havoc is there a specific match you're really looking forward to what do you think is going to happen who do you want to see be the one to take the championship from braun breaker finally uh or mandy rose for that part because her title reign has been going like just as long but without that break in the middle of losing it uh, you can let us know over at Twitter is the best way at nerdiest part for the show. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at the five star man with the number five uh, Dalton, who is not here tonight, uh, but hopefully will be with us next week. Uh, Twitter.com slash Mr. D Anthony N P O T R. So that is going to do it. Thank you again for tuning in and I will talk to you all very, very soon, but until then take care of yourselves, take care of each other. And as always watch more wrestling.